This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We are sending it. It's Tim and Tosh in the morning podcast number 36. Happy Leroy Butler. Yeah, it's our podcast is as old as Leroy Butler. The Leap Podcast. It's quite old. Those of you that uh, aren't familiar with us, we do... uh, work for the radio station in Milwaukee. It is 105.7 FM, The Fan. Uh, my main job is to handle post-game show duties. That's essentially your main job, too, but you have other duties. Mm-hmm. You do uh, Faith in the Zone. Yep. I, I produce Faith in the Zone. I produce um, a myriad of other ones. The big show. The po- I Technically, I'm also the executive producer of the post-game oh, right. show. Yeah. Um, what else do I do? I, well, I'm the executive producer of the Wendy's big show as well. I just got that added to the, the timeline at the bottom half of the email chain. Fill in host. Fill in host. Um, Fill in producer. Yeah. And, and basically production guy. Basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just really kind of, you know, honeydew list sort of things yeah that's pretty much it so it's like when 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 you're home from work and your wife is like ah, why don't you could, could you clean the garage and and also the fridge the the two bottom the two bottom shelves can you get something's to that? in there i don't know what it is but there's something in there could yeah. you get to it so that's like you know i don't know what these promos are but could you make sure that they're on the air yeah that's I, that's yeah. me yeah yeah and we get one of our bosses that calls from home and we'll call into the station like we don't have other things to do, like our right, own job, like doing the radio show that we're that we're doing. Yeah, but in the middle of the radio mm-hmm. show, yeah, this particular person would ask you to to, to put in a high school football promo, wipe people's butts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that that's what we do uh, full time, and then we do this uh, like babysitting when you think about it. Some sometimes uh, Tim and Tosh in the morning podcast is uh, that's this, and we have some fun with this. Uh, yeah, in- this is like an escape. Interesting. Like, like an artist's res- escape. Yeah. We don't paint, but we do this. We get shit for this is what we get, basically. Well, people also think we're tossing some shit. We do. We do. I mean, we're not crapping in our own hands and throwing it like grenades, but we'll pick something up and toss it. If I didn't work for a radio station, per se, it would be a lot more heavy duty. Turd tossing, shit stirring and tossing. Right, but then everybody would just think you're like the salty person on the outside. Right. So right. the best part is now you're the dude from the inside that everyone's like, man, I gotta that's, be careful. That's really it. Yeah, I gotta be careful on that. So we have to be careful on that stuff. Oh, I'm free and clear. No one gives a <clears throat> fuck about me. Well, I don't know about that. They have uh, upped your duties, if you will, for next year. Right. Mm-hmm. Little bit. Executive producer, which is cool, it really is because what what hopefully it means is that I can uh, make sure like that there's there's more sound that can be put towards towards shows and and more work that can be put behind the scenes to make you know the show sound cooler. And they can think they have a 
a whipping boy. Right. Exactly. They can think that. Think. But, you know. Nah, it's, it's just it, doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't work that no, way. It's not so the best work. part, of, the best part is when when people having try. worked with you for a couple of years now, that's not going to work that way. Is that what they thought I was going to be when um, when I got put on the show with you? I don't. No, I don't think so. I think, because I knew you knew that it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna fly. I, that's what I'm saying. I right. knew mm-hmm. they might have thought that. They might yeah. have thought that. Yeah, I mean, there were shows where they stuck us in a studio. And gave us no intern, which is fine, mm-hmm. whatever, and fine. and no producer. So yeah, okay. <laughs> so thanks, guys. Uh, utilizing all resources here, making it a challenge. So it put us in a in a precarious situation. We could a bitch about all the l- things we don't have, mm-hmm. and then the show is shitty. Or we can do a good show despite the challenges. And then the feedback would be, see, you don't need anybody anyway. So you're fucked either way, right? Right. So that's why I think what we've done is is the best of both worlds and done a good job and, and made it that people don't think we have to, you know, need that anyway. But then no. we can bitch well enough to still get the things done. Professional bitching. Right. I think I'm a professional bitcher too. Right. Isn't that what sports talk radio is? Kind of is it's, on it's, the air. But sorry, it, it also it's, goes it's not, off the air. It's not big J journalism. Not many sports talk guys are sitting out there breaking the news about you know Terrell Owens' new contract that he signed with the right. Toronto Alouettes. You're you're coming here for conversation and entertainment. Yeah, and and that's you know sometimes about bitching. It's it's the off the field activities that I'm wildly entertained with in in my world and thus that gives this platform a chance to discuss those things in a very professional and customer service polite kind of way other people would disagree with that hey coming up on this podcast there's a run-in with the law you and i had with the police Mm -hmm. legit yeah they run in (laughs) run in with the cops um there's also get to know security dan Security, that was fun. Security, Dan. Yeah, you'll. Uh, Sorry, I was eating during most of that. But. Y- you were. Uh, that was. It was interesting. Well, uh, very want, candid do, things were said. Do you want to talk about why why I was eating and and I was a little bit late to the party? <clears throat> Where were you? I, I was hitting remember. dingers during my. That's right. Beer league softball game. Softball game. You did first one over that. the fence in 2018, baby. And then scorched a triple. We also have our first. Um, our first piece piece of audio on this week's podcast is regarding our our board op buddy Joe. We played a little prank on him, and it's short. The piece of audio is short. It took place. Uh, let's set this thing up. But the best part is, um, you know, people want to act like we're harassing people. Really, what we're doing is we're trying to get put everybody in a little bit better mood. Yeah, I think we did that with Joe. I, I think so. He was in a better mood at the end of the joke. We um, we uh, ran into him at the in in the Brewers clubhouse, literally literally inside the clubhouse. So there's Lorenzo Cain, there's Braun, there's all the well, there's, not Braun. He's never in yeah, there. that's true, that's true. All, all the rest, off. all the rest of the guys, uh, and then there's you and I, a couple other smattering of media, mm-hmm. and Joe Zenzola. He's got a little earpiece. Looking in. like he got off a boat too, because like he wears like the boat shoes, like the like the toms or something. I don't know what exactly what they're called, but they're kind of like boat shoes. They're almost like loafers, but they're just like chill shoes with no socks. 
and like the, the golf shorts that come up above the knee and a long sleeve dress shirt. Looks like he got off a yacht. It's, I mean, it's an interesting look. I don't know if I, w- I would never be able to pull it off, but you know, it's, it's a look. He, yeah, he reminds me of that dude in uh, that kid in Caddyshack. I think maybe that's what he's going for, being a big golf fan. Um, why don't you walk us through real quick before we get to this uh, piece of audio here? Okay. It's, it's super good. Walk us through uh, real quick the attire that's worn by the staff fan members and who is who is kind of feeling it and who could use some help. Oh, like who's 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 on their game with with their with their dress? Gary Ellerson, totally on it. Looks killer. Yeah. Uh, Leroy and Leroy had some some sweet blue jays on last week. And they had uh they were like suede finish on the side. Just a clean blue golf polo. Just like a classic, you know, thirty to fifty year old man look. And that guy looks good for being fifty some years old. Yeah. Uh you can sprinkle yourself in there. What I'll do is I uh I'm I'm more of a basketball shorts kind of guy. T shirt, maybe a couple times I'll rip a polo. Like if I'm going down to Miller Park, I'm a polo and golf shorts kind of guy. Bigger dude, covering some stuff up, but still making it to an appearance of where I'm not wearing a shirt that is a tent on me. Okay. Because I'm not, you know, that spherically shaped. Um, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, good dad look. He's He's been rocking this new white Disney hat with, with like a black D on the front of it. Sure. Um, And every once in a while, he'll sprinkle in and he'll really start looking cool. And he wears this this black hat, just straight black hat, baseball cap, fitted in the back, down low, and this GA sweatshirt. Uh, guy that in 1037 Kiss FM, our night DJ. Yeah, who's cool. He was super cool. Cool as fuck. Well, he's going to be on this podcast. And he, uh, he's got this shirt. He's got a brand called Hustle Harder. Black sweatshirt with the big Hustle Harder all in white. And Sparky sits over there with his like feet up on the, on the stepladder talking on the show. Looking insane. Uh, Rami's a, a hand-me-down kind of guy. Bart's a, a pajamas kind of guy. More of a pajama, sweatpants mm-hmm. yeah. type of guy. Yeah. Bill, clean-cut look. A lot of athletic stuff. You know, like a good pullover. Chuck Freeman. Chuck Freeman wears whatever the fuck he wants. Um, Yeah, and that's about it. Okay. And then you kind of just swag out and whatever... You, you dress like You dress like Leroy, where you dress younger than you are. Yeah, well, not too young though, because I we. Well, do... I mean, yeah, but like, but like you flirt with with not necessarily like a line or anything. Like Almost you're not cool. No, you do. You dress cool, but you can also you can also pull it off because you're. I mean, you're a fit dude. Th- thinner, thinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, thin dude. You're don't act like you're out f- here puffing out two hundred. No, I'm not. I'm definitely a sixty five. Soaking wet. <laughs> Bullshit. What about pipe bomb? Our buddy Jeff Orlowski. A pipe bomb's a big T-shirt, jeans kind of guy. Okay. That's a classic pipe bomb. Mandela? Mandela, kind of a nerdy guy, but dresses like a regular dude. T-shirt, just, jeans, yeah. Okay, just regular. Some, we get Mike McGivern? Yeah, whatever's whatever's fits. Big big time? Big time. Has uh, dropped like 40 pounds. He's been doing this kickboxing routine. Ah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there you go. You have a, a dressing. You might be uh, able to kick your ass here at the fan. I th- probably. He's threatened to try to kick mine. Yeah, I just it wouldn't even be worth it. Why? Why even go there, it, guys? Just he's too busy to be fighting with me. Um, so okay, so we we uh, we ran into Joe in the Brewers locker room, Brewers clubhouse, and so I just fucked with him and I said, "What are you doing here?" 
And I didn't think of it right away. I'm holding the recorder in my hand for our next interview. So I didn't think about just rolling it then and starting it fresh. It didn't even dawn on me. Mm -hmm. I just said, I'm going to fuck with this kid. So I said, hey, what are you doing here? And he was handling a pregame interview and counsel and everything for our on-air pregame show. And then in, right in the middle of it, I said, uh, I'm going to roll tape and then really get him. And I I don't know, something like I just threw it out there that, you know, they asked me to do pregame and knowing full well that he was on the schedule. We were just down there just on our own time, just doing extra Yeah, just work. doing something extra for the show. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so he, he thought we were joking at first. But if you really listen to this piece of audio, you can tell it bugged him. And I, I had to, we had to let him off the hook because I was laughing upon starting the recorder. You were laughing. We were both laughing upon starting the recorder. Yeah. So <clears throat> this is how it shook out. And I love the way it ends. Joe, a little bit of a backbone at the tail end of this audio. So check this out. <laughs> no, I just got a call from Steve. I don't know, two hours ago? You're kidding. Now, can you do pregame? Billy's hosting on deck. Can you do pregame? Did anyone look at the schedule? Hey, man. I don't know. Just fucking with you, Joe. Fuck you. (laughs) That's it. There's Joe with an expletive at the end there. (laughs) Fuck you. Just a little treat. That's just a little audio treat from our buddy Joe Zanzola, who uh, board ops and produces the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Uh, Next piece of audio is Get to Know Security. Dan uh, Dan and I uh, commuted to work together uh, a week ago or so. Now, you know him a lot better than I do. Long time. Yeah, and and uh, it'll explain. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll explain that uh, within this Get to Know segment. Security Dan is a guy that just... Well, he just, he's here. Yeah, he just lives. Uh, answers phones uh, for the fantasy football show. That's what he loves to do. That's really, he really enjoys that. So that's about what he does. I know he's got some health challenges and whatnot, and don't we all have our okay. own challenges? Yep. Uh, but I thought it was pretty interesting as he goes round robin about the fan employees. He's not super tight with these guys. Some of them he has only met just once or twice. Right, so so he's a total kind of outside guy, listens to the show sometimes, but knows us just because he knows you. Yeah, because he'll come in throughout the summer, maybe mm-hmm. once a month or whatever, helping out answering phones or whatever we can get him doing on the uh, post-game show. But uh, fantasy football, he's all in, loves it. And it's, uh, yeah, we I met him uh, as one of my students when I was teaching uh, down in, uh, local now, down at a local college. I will say I I regret not asking more about that because I do want to know what you are like as a teacher. Cool. Ah, uh, see, I'm not positive. I, you think I go Joe Zanzola on him? I don't know about full that, but I know some some guys that think that they're the really really cool professor, right? And honestly, they're the guys that just like sitting there listening to the, some themselves fucking talk for the whole 55 minute lecture. <laughs> okay, no, nope, we're not ending five minutes. <laughs> What do you, you have a question? All right, what's up? That's no. a stupid fucking question. Well, maybe we'll get to that with another student. I don't know. Maybe. Do we do we have other students that I, would be possible? Yeah, it's possible. You haven't yeah. burned those bridges down yet? I do know this. When I asked Dan 
and then another gal that was a student at that mm. time, they'd all those two hung out together or whatever. I asked them what their initial thoughts of me was when they first got into first day, first yeah. class of the semester. They said that dude smokes weed. That's that was a, the first thing they thought of. That's the first first thing Ooh, they thought of. Nice. That dude smokes pot. That's a good thing for people, I guess, to think about you. That was rather ahead of the skis a little bit for not knowing me at all. Yeah, but I mean, like, when I was in college, I assumed most of my professors smoked pot. Do most professors these days smoke weed? Seven, nine, nine, <laughs> <laughs> We should talk about that. Are no, you- I, I, I genuinely believe most do. I don't know. Well, most is is a is a ambiguous There's term. A lot of professors across this land. I would say it's closer to fifty fifty than you would want to think. Whatever the general population is, whatever percentage mm-hmm. smoke weed, then I would think it's it's the same. It parallels that. So if it's yeah, mirrors, we, we what, mirrors what the rest of society. If you go like. back yep. to podcast number nineteen or whenever we covered the whole mm-hmm. weed thing. Um, You'll get to that. All right, so this is Get to Know Security Dan. We rolled into work. You were late. You were playing softball, and you rolled in. You jumped into the minivan, Dan's minivan, and we just rolled tape. That sounded really creepy. There was no candy in there. I'm sorry, everybody. No, no. We just rolled tape, and it was Get to Know Security Dan. That is in the minivan of Security Dan. It is, and we just just rolled it right there. Tape. It was that... Yeah, no, we were working. Um, Interesting thing about that, what we just heard from Security Dan. Like you said before, he's not super close with all these dudes, but what I like about Dan is um, he he doesn't care if he knows you that well. Not really. He's going to treat you the way that he would expect you to treat him. Just Just, be honest. Be straightforward. Be straight up. Yeah, it's just best with guys like that to mm-hmm. do that. Well, it's best just all the way around. Sometimes you hurt some people's feelings, as we all know, as we're learning. Yeah, as that we've learned. Yeah. On this podcast, feelings can be hurt. Uh, yeah. You can favorite we've this. we've done a good amount of. Favorite this and, and tell your, tell your buddies out about it. That quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, and then our, our final segment here is a little uh, brush with the law. Oh, don't we want to play Moose? Oh, that's right. We do have uh, Mike Moustakis here. Now, it's, I mean, so there is no cursing in this, so I, we apologize if that's almost. what you're here for. Almost. You did almost slip I wanted up. to. I, I did want to. But uh, this is a little bit, this is a little sample, a little taster of what we do for, for our pregame stuff when we get to go down to Miller Park, talk to one of these guys, get an interview for the pregame show. And and the postgame show. And, and we yeah. Roll and, it. And, and whatever. And we can, we'll play it when we want. And if it's if it's something like this, where, where it was entertaining and good, we bring it to you guys. Former Kansas City Royals, got a World Series ring. He's now a Milwaukee Brewer, and we had a chance to uh, chat with Mike Moustakis. Tim and Taos Brewers Clubhouse, Moustakis. Mike, uh, how are you, man? Doing great today. You know, it's a great day. It's Gio's birthday, so it's exciting. Oh, happy nice. to be out here wishing him a happy birthday. Any birthday uh, hazings involved? No, no, here? no, 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 no. Just uh, grown men. They're not yeah, spankings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing like that. We're uh, <laughs> just excited. You know, it's a good day for him, obviously. Uh, and my dad's birthday too, so it works out perfect. So happy Sweet. birthday to him too. Yeah, a lot nice. of birthdays today. Nice, nice, nice. Ten to play down the stretch. You've been there. Uh, does this team compare to the other teams you've been on? Absolutely. Uh, we got a lot of talent in here. We got a lot of depth. Uh, we just got to go out and finish uh, finish the season strong. Uh, stay focused on the task at hand, which is winning the game each and every night. Don't look too far ahead. Uh, just focus on what we uh, what we can do and go out and win ball games. 
we just had to talk to Lowe. Obviously tough, you know, cramping up, feeling some tightness. This ten games left. Yep. You know, you being around him for so long, we know he's a competitor. He knows he wants to be out there. Anything you guys got to say to a dude, pick him up. But that, otherwise, he's been a leader on the team all yeah, day. Yeah, no, he's, he, bro. he uh, you don't need to pick him up ever. He's always uh, always in a good mood, always ready to play. Uh, so when if he's not playing, uh, there's something something going on. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, hopefully it's nothing too bad. Hopefully he just takes a day. Uh, and you know he's ready to go. You know it's actually a good day because we got an off day tomorrow, so no uh, get some uh, get some extra rest for him, and uh, he'll be ready to go when uh, when the next series starts for sure. Mike, uh, Billy, and I do a post game show, and and lately losing three or four to Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. How do we answer right. that when fans, some fans, think that? You know, you guys are playing the Owen 38 Cleveland Browns every night. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, how do you explain that? Yeah, it's Major League Baseball. Um, there's a reason why everyone's here. There's a reason why, uh, you know, you continue to play each game. You know, no one's going to hand games to you. Uh, everyone's going to come out and compete. And, uh, you know, it's our job to go out there and, and beat everybody that we play. Uh, you know, those are still great baseball teams over there. Uh Pirates and the Reds. The record, regardless, they're Major League Baseball teams. They come to win every night. And uh, my uncle always said it's not the best team out there. It's the team that plays the best that night. So uh, we got to go out and do a better job of doing that. And, uh, you know, we'll be all right as long as we focus on what we uh, what we can do. Now, one of our radio comrades, he's now in Chicago. He was down in KC, Danny Parkins, when yep. you guys were going to World Series. He had a bet he told me about when you guys were going in 14 where he had some heavy scratch. Now, Tim and I don't have the Chicago money scratch, but we do have some scratch riding. You got some coin rolling and, on you. <laughs> and we just wanted to make sure you guys knew we're not hedging anything. We're laying this thing right down because yeah. you guys are better than anybody chance to get in the thing. Yeah, as, as are we. You know, we... Uh... We're betting on ourselves too, and we got to go out there and just take care of business, and that's it. Uh, you know, we're we're not pressing too much. We're not we're not stressing at all. Uh, baseball's baseball, and you know anything can happen. But we control our own destiny right now, and as long as we go out and take care of business, we'll be in good shape. Um, I'm stressing a little bit at times because I'm I'm a I'm a fan first, then a broadcaster second. Right. I've been that way forever. Here Absolutely. In, in Milwaukee. Absolutely. A um, couple of runners on base. Moose is up. I'm sort of cursing your name in a good way, saying, come on, come on, baby, and then a pop-up. Yeah. How does that feel, man? Yeah, it happens, man. Uh, (laughs) It's not the first time I've done it. It's not the last time I'll do it. I've struck it out in big situations before. I'll do it again. Uh, You know, I've played this game for long enough to where I realize that I'm not going to get the job done every single time. Uh, and as as bad as that is, you know, it's just the reality of the game. Uh, Hall of Famers go three for ten. Uh, you know, it's 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 an incredibly difficult game, especially now with guys are throwing a hundred uh, with nasty sliders and stuff. So uh, that's just the nature of the beast, man. You go out there and compete as best as you can, and if you don't get it done, hopefully your teammate picks you up, and then you go get him the next time. Billy, that's final. a pro right there. Yeah, man. yeah that is. is a pro. Dude. Final thing, just to let him know, we got you to show in the World Series. Just to let you know, to show, yep. and not to win it. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, I didn't tell you. I pressed it with the show pot yesterday oh, to did. win it. Okay. Yeah, with, with our collective money. There yeah. we go. I our like endorsement it. money. I like it. Um, but if if you don't show, then. We can borrow a couple bucks from you. No, nah, not from me, but I'll, I'll, I'll do what, we'll do what we can to get out there. That's for okay. sure. Go get him, Moose. Absolutely, guys. Great talking to you. And there it is. There's uh, Moose. That was fun. I thought you were going to – I thought you for, forgot what his first name was. No. When, I, you, when you walk up, Moose Stockis. Mike. Mike. 
No, I Hopefully didn't. it's not fucking I, Matt. <laughs> oh, no shit. That has happened. And that has happened at this radio station that yeah, we I called, work at. I called, Jared, I called Jared Hughes Josh Hader last well, year. Well, that's fine if it's a completely different name. But if it's like, if it was Matt Moustakis, that would have been a bigger problem. That would have been fucking uh, but awesome. No, we, we, it, we do this so much, guys. You try and mix up <laughs> intros and out cues and mm. try just try and be a little more back cool. to you yeah back to you in the you studio. try not to be like the you know reporter in fox 11 whatever the hell and, and it's and it's city. interesting because in this sports talk business that this you know the the chicken shits the chicken shits in this business you know like like we you just referred to it moustakis mike how are you man thanks for the time okay we just roll into it right mm-hmm. there's other ones the chicken shits here in the Brewers Clubhouse with third baseman Mike Moustakis because they don't want anyone to hear. Yet the whole essence of what they're recording is so people can hear it. Yeah. They don't want people to hear it live but expect it to be good when they play it off the recording to the to the vast majority, over the radio station. And that's always bugged me. That I don't give a shit right. who's around me. Doesn't matter. I think you've fallen into that pocket. It does get a little dicey after a loss mm-hmm. when they're super quiet. There's no music going. Right. The rookies tend to, the young players tend to not want to be heard by their teammates. A lot of them don't want to do it right by their locker. Some of them will be like, where do you want to go? And and I think that was that's the, the first thing that I learned when I was trying to loosen all these guys up was just say, I'm good right here. You good? I mean, let's do it right here, we're man. Just, we're just talking. We're good. Yeah, we're good. But none of this. Here in the Packers locker room. Fuck that shit. I mean, I wonder if just I'm, do I've always, good audio. <laughs> I've always wondered if like these guys are thinking we're gonna walk up to him. Hey man, Bill Schmidt inside the Brewers locker room. So what do you hate about your manager? Yeah. Like, dude, we're not asking you that. No. We have a little bit better uh, gauge of what to do. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? I do appreciate one, guys like Moose. When you go up and introduce yourself to some of these guys. Some will think that you have, like, will initially think you have the little lanyard, the little library badge on you that says you can be in the clubhouse. A lot of them will think that that means you're out to kind of get Evil. a scoop, try to do something, and, and you, you've you got you've got a snake in the grass kind of path that you're looking for. I don't blame them. No, not at all. But dudes like Moose and pretty much everybody else in that clubhouse, you'll introduce yourself, and it's like it's another dude introducing himself to another dude. Yeah, and I think over they're the course, just they know that we're in there to do a job. Over the just course like of time, uh, they do kind of get to know you a little bit, at least you know from the few times the smattering that you get mm-hmm. to talk to them. I won't say they trust you, because I don't know if any professional athlete fully trusts the media. And again, I'm not saying that that's wrong. No, uh, the guard up, guard yeah. up, guard up. Others know. Certain people aren't out to get you. They right. do. And I think, too, seeing your having your face seen in there. I mean, a lot of guys will say, here to make, you know, make myself seen. Um, that's part of it because when you when you're able to talk to a guy and I heard can't even think of the name. I think it was uh, Rosner, Barry Rosner. He's a, a writer, longtime writer in, in the Chicago market, covered the Cubs for a really, really long time. And talked about when I when I was first getting into broadcasting, I, I read a bunch of his stuff and I read part of his book. And it was if, if you can't talk to a dude 
the day, you know, the 25th guy on the roster on a Sunday out in Cleveland when nobody cares, yeah. how are you going to go up and ask him, you know, what happened on a play where he boots a ball in the bottom of the ninth inning and you lose a game at home? Exactly. You got to talk so to a no, dude in a down moment to be able to talk to him in, in an up one. Yeah, well, and and same sort of philosophy, and, and it's something you and I have done, and I'm not saying this is the right or wrong way, I'm just saying the way we do it, is when you're in... Uh, when you're at uh, spring training, whether it's in Florida or Arizona, wherever it might be, get over to the minor league side. Talk to minor leaguers. Mm-hmm. Talk to young baseball players. They're fresh out of college or they're fresh out of high school. They're they're professional athletes for the first time in their lives. They know they're schooled on media. They get it. I mean, they don't fully grasp it quite yet, but they sort of get it. Um, you know, they're talked to about that. There's... Uh, uh, oh, I, no doubt. For lack of another term, a class that they do for go sure. through as a pro athlete. Even as college athletes nowadays. I mean, like now, you know, in baseball, it's a little bit different because you're dealing with guys like Terang who are coming out of high school. Yeah. But when you're in you're in high-level college, you're you're learning those classes the same way. I bet, I bet your kid goes in, into a couple of different sessions, figures out exactly how to talk to reporters and stuff like that. So you... You go over and talk to them when they're young. Talk to them when they're not a superstar. And we have developed a relationship with a few players that I, again, fully trust. Probably not 100%. Trust us more, you and I, Billy. Trust us more than another reporter or another talk show host. Yes. Understandably so. And they do. And that's fact. Other guys can't get the candid material that we get. And we're not breaking earth-shattering news with these guys. No. We're just having fun, giving, giving you guys something uh, regarding the Brewers that is just kind of fun and makes sense with what they're going through. All right, so that's uh, that was Moustakas. We might sprinkle in some more of those things as as we go on with this podcast. It's kind of fun. Uh, it gives, uh, as you said, uh, people as a sneak peek at what we do f- really for a living, not just this podcast. Then finally, uh, police were involved with you and I for the first time. Probably won't be the last. No, is going to be. My, <laughs> it's going to be my guess. I'm hoping there there weren't handcuffs in in our future, but I I can't guarantee it. What would help? What would help your career? Sometimes, sometimes I think getting sued would help my career. Maybe, um, trademark copyright infringement. One thousand percent. Um, for me, I think it getting would be, arrested would not, uh, it depends. Well, so for me, I'm hoping it's good for me. I think getting arrested for a DUI would be quite fascinating to a lot of people. Yeah, I think it would be too. Don't you think it would be, <laughs> it'd be quite fascinating? Not that I would want to put people in danger. No, no, but I mean, which is a mere fact. A mere oh. fact. It would be in, it would be interesting. Okay, hold on. You and you were drunk. Interesting. <laughs> Dude, one of the two. <laughs> Pick one. <laughs> don't, don't you only do get both. one, man. <laughs> yeah, you can't have both. Uh, so that might might uh, actually help things. Now that out would a be fucking bit. around with a double edged sword. Yeah, it would. Uh, so <laughs> we. Uh, we're on our way home after a show, and it'll explain all that. But I, you're pulled over. Mm-hmm. I don't start the recording until the officer, and it'll explain all this. I hate to be redundant, but I just want to set it up going in. 
uh, officer takes your ID and, you know, the obligatory, I'll be right back. Sit tight. And that's where we pick it up. Tim and Tosh in the morning. Secret covert field trip. It's uh, coming home Monday the 17th after a Brewers 8-zip victory. Yellow hits for the cycle. We're on the way to my house, and Billy gets rolled. Yep, Tim. Uh, the road construction down here in Kenosha, Racine area, is, uh, is dicey. And your boy did not look and did not see the orange... Speed limit sign saying 45 and not 55, and, and we're, we're looks like we're going to pay the price for it. We are pulled over. He took Billy's ID and proof of insurance, and My we are. My body is just shaking right now. Why? It was because it's a fucking just, speeding ticket. I know. I'm just a sad. Oh, you're so sad. I'm so sad. <laughs> it's going to go on my permanent record. Here we go. Here we go. Here comes the officer. Yeah, here we go. Yes. I have not. Nope. Nope. Awesome. Man, I really appreciate it. Will do, man. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. How are you feeling? Pretty good. You gotta be feeling very good. Yeah, I feel. I feel pretty good. Just saved you about 150 bucks. I just. I like that he asked, you know, so nothing to drink tonight. And I said, I said, no, because I haven't had anything to drink tonight. Could you imagine if we were just, if tonight would have been when the Brewers did clinch a playoff spot and we were, you know, taking a couple of swigs maybe in the middle of the show, getting jacked up and popping champagne. Yeah, that, that wouldn't have been good. That That would have been bad. That would have been real, real bad. So should I flip my cigarette out the window now? I think you should probably hold on to that one, Tim. <laughs> I would I would hold on to it. That dude cruised up behind me too. Like as I saw him, as I passed him, brake lights go on, immediately you're thinking, fuck. You can flip it out now if you want. Well, no, I'm not done with it yet. Oh, so oh now. God forbid, sorry. <laughs> Smoke that bitch down to the stingers today. No, uh, so here's a little healthy uh, safety tip that I have found over the years. Now I'm going like 40 and a 55. Yeah, now you're going to get pulled over for going too slow. For going too slow, right. Um, if, if a cop is following you, talk like like an old Italian dude with, you, with your hands, especially if you're the passenger. Like point, gesture, like you're in mid-conversation. Okay. That's because, not a bad idea. No, because I've talked to cops, and cops say that when they follow people, people get in a trance. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of just focused in on one way, and trying they get, to make it look like they're not tweaked out. They look guilty. Did you look guilty? Oh, had to have. Had to have. <laughs> I'm just glad I didn't have to, you know, like, you know, show my body around to make sure that I didn't get a ticket. Because I would have flashed him if I would have saved me 150 bucks. Is there anything in the car that he should have been aware of? No, I think I got everything out, actually. I cleaned out my car, actually, today. I was going to make a joke that my car was so nice and clean. I was glad that he came on a day that it wasn't wasn't so dirty. I have some chocolate chip cookies in the back. I I should have offered him one. They go hand in hand. 
Um, well, not a donut, but yeah. He uh, he didn't seem like he was very jovial, though. Well, I mean, Tim, he's a Kenosha police officer at 11:45 at night on a Monday. And yeah, what's what's funny is he didn't he didn't ID me. No. No. Now he's back behind me. Why is he back behind you? Because now? now he's just gonna follow me apparently wherever I go. See, so now I can do the old Italian. Trick now you get to be the Italian no. guy. No, like, <laughs> <laughs> right now I'm moving my hands around. I'm moving my hands around like I'm throwing a pizza around. Oh my goodness! This portion of the Tim and Tosh in the morning podcast is brought to you by your favorite pizza. All right, is he still there? He's still behind yeah, us. He is. Still behind us. And once again, I'm still going 45 in the 55 now. Now I'm just worried. Maybe he is just going to follow me home because he does think that I was drinking. Which would be weird. I, I hope he doesn't. No, it. Um, I think he's just headed in this direction. Well, can he get off that, my ass? That, that would be a first, where you were pulled over twice by the same cop. It would be. Actually, the first... So, I had a, I had a pretty good run, Tim. I didn't get my first speeding ticket until I was 23. No, 22. 22. That's and pretty good. Yeah, it was. It was a really, really good run. I was proud of myself. And I got it coming up. I was down in, in Illinois, and I, I came up, and I was late, running late to go call a basketball game. I got booked doing 65 and a 40. And not good. Not good. And the cop that pulled me over had been the cop that had come and attended to me the winter before when I had my trailblazer, and I ended up in the ditch during the first snowfall. I don't know if he remembered me. I definitely remember him. And, uh, yeah, he he was kind enough to give me a very, very large ticket with three points of my oh. license. Yeah. And uh, went to court and was able to get that thing knocked off. Get most of the points knocked off, most importantly. And then uh, that would have been number two. Well, I'm thinking he... He's not going to pull us over for uh, littering. Yeah, don't flip. Uh, no, I, I'm not going to flip this out. You want to? Though. No, I but know you do. I, I definitely do. Um, but I scrumpled up a lottery ticket before, and uh, accidentally it fell out the window. Sort of. Well, I guess you know. Bad boys. Bad boys, Timmy. What are we going to do? Um, they just came for us. We were able to escape. My heart's still pounding, by the way. Yeah, the podcast, the still funny little funny little thing tonight, getting pulled over. You, you didn't like me recording it, though, because you saw the actual... I didn't think of it until he took your ID. Yeah, and then I heard, I heard the click... <laughs> I knew I knew it was I knew you press play and that we were we were then rolling on something that I did not anticipate getting ourselves into tonight. Well you made it through, no ticket. Yeah, we're all good. And now we're on the way home. Hopefully. 
little field and field trip treat on the podcast. Okay, there it is. Brush with the law. Tim and Tosh in the morning podcast 36. My heart's beating fast again just yeah. from like listening to that. <laughs> I haven't heard that since that happened. So on your way back after dropping me off, you ran into the same Saw cop. Saw the same cop. Okay, yep. he didn't pull you over. Though. Going same spot. Like literally cross paths probably about 200 feet <laughs> behind where Should've we flipped had a cigarette crossed the right first out the window. Time. Right out the window. Oh my goodness, him. man. So the, I was freaking out. There it is. Uh, that is the third time I've been pulled over. That's not bad. But you're no. a good driver, though. In about six years. Yeah, six or seven years. Yeah, you're uh, far better. Oh, wow. Eight. Far superior Fuck. driver. Oh. Yeah, eight years. But you Holy did, by the cow. way, contrary to uh, what I think, you as a good driver, mm-hmm. you weren't always a good driver. No, no. In fact, there were some... Failed tests. Yeah, little little do people know. I failed my driver's test actually twice. First time was uh, on points. I just shitting my pants going in there for my for my driver's test. Parallel parking. I, no, no. I was uh, docked twenty points for being too slow and too cautious. I, I stayed about five miles underneath the speed limit the entire time, and I got docked twenty points. I got docked like fifteen points for turning. Out and then like crossing, almost hitting somebody, okay. and yeah. So so well, then I, I failed chill. that one. You do drive chill. I try to. Yeah, it is chill. It's not herky jerky. It's not whoa. Oh, mm-hmm. and I also got into a, uh, a a pretty serious accident like three or four years ago and escaped. Uh, I mean, man, knock on wood, I w- walked off the thing. That'll open your eyes. Yeah, and uh, and it definitely made me a lot more cautious of what's going on on the roads. But yeah, super kind of smooth and fluid driver. That's for sure. Very fluid. Kinda I like my I life. Dis- describe it like that. Mm-hmm. Just a fluid situation. So there you go. I've only seen you legitimately tense up in the car a couple times with me like once or twice. Was I drunk? No, no. Both times sober. But one time somebody honks like, and you're like, whoa, just behind, and all of a sudden you just like. I mean, it was a total Jesus take the wheel. Tim sitting <laughs> in the side seat, just like puts his hands up and like palms up in the air. <laughs> Trust is a must as a passenger. No doubt. It is. It's a helpless feeling. You guys know that. It's a helpless feeling. Well, You're and, not driving. Most the, people would like to drive rather than ride. And you don't want to be the dicks, you know. The, hey, man, what's your... the fuck are you doing? Or like you're you're like gripping onto the top. You're gripping oh, yeah, onto the, the handle up here, and you're just like I do that quite a, bit, a little just, bit. That's just comfortable. It's comfortable zone. But yeah. sometimes there'll be you know the guys that are like holding onto there and they're like white knuckling it. Yep. You're not on a flight. No, no, no. Okay, well that's it. Uh, so a lot, white knuckler. A lot of ground covered here this week. You ever been with a white knuckler? Flyer. Sure. Or driver. Uh, well. Oh, a white. Kn- yeah, oh it's yeah. More of, a, more of a driver. Yeah. It, it didn't. Feel driving great. the stick shift <laughs> didn't feel didn't feel great. I don't know which is worse, the white knuckler or, or the, the biter. Teeth. Yeah, or the teeth biter. Yeah, that's just what are you doing? <laughs> First time that happened, needles, needles, needles. It felt like needles. Like what the? Oh, fuck I thought are you were you poking doing? needles. What are you doing? <laughs> No, no, no. That's not how it works. No, 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 no. No, no. Hold on. We'll get back to that later. Yeah. Uh first yeah, first situation I had was was uh Knuckler or needles? A knuckler. Knuckler. Um, And like you know how like you start a lawnmower? 
and just and just kind of like crank. But like you have like a twisting motion, like with your with your forearm going backwards. Right. It was it was from like a lower position, and it was it was a reverse grip. It was like a snake bite. Just <laughs> did it work? No, 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 no. Yeah, that situation was able to uh, cease about a week later. Yeah, there's some guidance at times, and I'm sure there's um, reciprocation and, with and guidance. The worst part is with guidance, um, as I learned first week of college. Um, it's not always taken as, you know, constructive criticism as it's as it's meant towards. Right. It's meant as constructive criticism. I'm easily guided. Very, very, very well. Yes. I older take direction very well. Older women tend to guide very well. They do. Mm, that, see, that might be the issue. Yeah, what, you might want to go cougar. Where's your where's your little, where's your old little black book? One time, no, I'm thinking like a hundred. I'm down for for the count. They're good guides, good fun. But uh, what what's good with your black book? Let me let me get a, a peruse through that let thing. Me, let me get a look see at that thing. <laughs> why do you think I'm not on Facebook? I know exactly why you're not on Facebook. I don't need any skeletons ruffled up from the past. And there and might people be, want people might... want to ask everybody why you're not married. There, Why would you want to let another girl take that name? There, there might be. Who's a new Allen? Yeah, there might be some. Uh, Thought I was gonna be the new Allen. Some things yeah, that you'd be done are better left just going, going, just dying. Really, just the situation. <laughs> just let it die. When I'm six feet under, to bring them all out, drudge them all up. That's fine. But there's that's why I'm not on Facebook. Can I tell you something? Your funeral is going to be must-see TV. I'm going to leave. You know where I'm at with my career, right? You mm-hmm. know where I'm at with when it's time to hang them up? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's getting an earful. Your your funeral is going to be must-see TV. It's like it's like you guys at work listening to this. You guys at work, you get pissed off at work. I know you do. We all do. Mm-hmm. Every single one of us. I'm not any different than than anyone else. But I do have it planned. Where there's going to be certain amount of individuals, probably between, I don't know, three and six, seven different people, if they're still alive. Yeah, that they're going to they're gonna catch these hands. They're going to get the, because there's too much fallout now. If you do it now, then you get judged, actions happen, it's misunderstood. No, it's going to be fun. That'll yeah, be I can't really wait. Fun. It might come out Can in a I book. talk? It might come out in a book. Can I talk at your funeral? Yeah, by the way, that's going to happen. You are writing a book. I uh contemplating sitting down at the computer just the other day. You're you're leaning on me heavy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's that interesting. No, I, I think I think you should. The whole brewer thing. Do you thing, want to start a Twitter poll? Should Tim Allen write a book? Um cuz I mean, that's be, what that's what the breaking news is now. I mean, you got an issue, you just make a Twitter poll. That's true. It will tell all. I mean, if I'm going to write it, I'm going to write it. That'd be so fun. I did contemplate, so it's it's you're starting to lean on me heavy on that. Honest to God. Yeah, I think so, I think you need to. Um, so I did consider, but it's stretch drive for the Brewers, and you know, I all right, we, you got we, the off season, you got plenty of time. Right, right that's you coming got up. you got twelve to fifteen years. Yeah, I don't know about I don't know about that. All right, well, that's going to do it. Uh, Tim and Tosh in the morning <laughs> podcast number thirty six. I hope you enjoyed it. We uh, look forward to doing number thirty seven. Have any requests? You know how to get a hold of us on Twitter uh, at one hundred five seven FM The Fan in Milwaukee. Uh, any other ways? 
I mean, I just and tweet at me personally at Bill Schmidt Radio, and usually that's where a lot of requests come in through Bill Schmidt Radio on mm-hmm. Twitter. And yeah, if there's any requests for number 37 or beyond, uh, feel free to contact us. Uh, we'll catch you next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.